Question. What celebrated pop singer started out as a sister act and broke out into a fabulous solo career, guiltily leaving her sister behind? Sisters, sisters. I'll tell you later. There were never such devoted sisters. But look at all the sister and brother acts that did stay together. In fact, it's been more common to hear about the brothers and sisters who couldn't make it without each other. He was a famous trumpet man from our Chicago way. He had a boogie style that no one else could play. He was a top man at his craft. Patty Andrews tried to go solo in 1953, but reunited with her sisters in short order. Isaac Donald Everly and Philip Everly were the world's number one vocal group as the Everly Brothers in the late 50s. Their famously acrimonious breakup in 1973, on stage amid much name-calling, led to their return as the Everly Brothers sometime later. The seven Struther children sang together at home in the late 40s. You've all heard of Alice in Wonderland. Doing dishes when we went to the beach, it was just something we all did. Cynthia Bell Struther. I kind of, as the oldest, led our family in song. And there were two or three maybe in the family who were not quite as strong, but when the two of them were together, they could be on key all the time. There was always somebody who could sing on key and in meter. And one day, Cynthia and Kay, they called themselves the Bell Sisters, went out as a sister act. Just give me a June So it's just something that's kind of innate and it's inside of you. You know, whether you're sitting in the, around the kitchen table and all of a sudden you break into something and, and somebody else joins in. We had this ability. The Bell Sisters had about a nine-year run in the 50s as a hit sister act. Aside from the obvious economic advantages and the convenience factor of singing with one's siblings, are there musical advantages? Is there something particularly harmonious about the blending voices of brothers and sisters? I would have to give some kind of recognition to the environment that these siblings are coming up in. Rashim Saou is choral director at the Brooklyn Conservatory and choir master at the Brooklyn Queens Conservatory. He's had his own chorus for 25 years. I have uh, two sisters who have been singing together maybe 20 years, and uh, they have wonderful voices, very different very different personalities, but uh, when it comes to singing, when they blend, they really blend in a very intimate type of way. So who has techniques for using the siblings in his choruses to various ends? I could definitely see either separating the two of them, depending upon what other voices I had to work with, or putting the two together such that they become a strong anchor in the chorus. You know, you can depend on that sound coming from there, and then it gives everybody else something to shoot for, to blend into. And there are other benefits. Because they are family, I know that they, you know, the the same level of discipline, the same level of attentiveness, the same level of seriousness about what they're doing is pervasive to them. Like-mindedness goes a long way toward helping sisters and brothers to harmonize. The first thing that comes to her mind is a lot of times it's what I had hoped it would be or what I was hearing too. It sounds like I'm already on it sometimes. Austin Hughes and Gene Rod of the group VPN. Austin writes the songs and sings. His sister Jeannie sings the low parts. Their other sister Patty, she and Jeannie are twins, sings the higher parts. 
Like all these groups, they started singing together as kids. It was every kind of music we were trying it with, you know? There was something about hearing vocal harmony on any recording, whether it was John Denver or TV commercials. Like, Jeannie right. and Patty used to sing beer commercials that had harmony in them, and, like, we would pretty much sing anything as long as there was an opportunity to, to figure out the out. harmonies. The person who really, like, turned me on to harmonizing was Dad. Yeah. He used to put on these, like, wacky, like, barbershop chorus albums. Oh, kids, yeah. Like, <laughs> Mitch Miller and stuff. Hard-Hearted Hannah, their band from <laughs> Savannah. I remember hating those records. I don't know what you thought of them, but I totally hated them. Not permanently scarred by Mitch Miller, they still love to harmonize. Open hearts should go to bed. There's a similarity in tone, I think, that you don't get with another person. Yeah. Austin and I tend to have the same flaws. Tightly strong working with different kinds of people, there were people who could sound like they were sort of in tune, but they were doing sort of a connect-the-dots version of the melody. They would land on the note at the moment they had to, but there was no feel between the notes, and so much of melodic subtlety and feel happens in the distance between two notes. And I think when you have siblings whose voices naturally blend, you can push the subtlety of that in-between space a lot more. These extraordinary instincts and affinities may explain the success of the original Mills brothers, John, Herbert, Harry, and Donald. The Jacksons. The Staples. The McGarrigals. Andy Bay and the Bay Sisters. But God bless the child. The Lennon Sisters. The Roaches. The coat is black, so in New York City. It doesn't look dirty, it stays pretty. All of these groups possess that special close harmony that some say only siblings can truly achieve. And maybe the reason for that is their desire to sing comes first. It's only later that they think about a commercial enterprise. It's the harmony that moves them and us. And you can hear it. Sisters, sisters. As for the celebrated pop singer who split up with her sister sister early on so she could go out and solo, it was Rosemary Clooney, and her sister Betty forgave her. her One more thing. Consider the case of Dorothy, Betty, and Helen Wiggin, otherwise known as the Shags. Singing with your sisters and brothers can be glorious, but it doesn't necessarily guarantee perfect harmony. For WNYC, 
I'm Sarah Fishko. On Notes from America, we have conversations with people across the country about how we can truly become the nation that we claim to be. Each week, we talk about race, our politics, education, relationships, usually all of them, because everything's connected. And you, our listeners, are at the center of those conversations. I'm Kai Wright. Join me on Notes from America, wherever you get your podcasts.